Welcome to the 23rd episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. Back from hiatus. How y'all feeling after Labor Day? I know I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling all right. We almost canceled the show today because I know a lot of people have heard if you've been listening to your radios, watching TV and everything, the Queen passed away today. So, I had to think about whether or not I wanted... I had to think about whether I wanted to carry on with the show because the Queen has flown off to greater pastures. Greener pastures. Oh, oh, it's me. Look, Aretha died a couple years ago. It's the only, only Queen I acknowledge. Oh, heresy. And from Detroit. <laughs> How <laughs> city wings? <laughs> Two eight nine six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come on down and get you some. Come get you some wings. <laughs> this is the Grant Lancaster. What up, dog? What up? Yeah, we're sure today because right before we were getting ready to come on board, Rob and Gene both text me. About how distraught they were over the Queen passing and decided that they were not going to show up this week. That's right. They're not showing up because they're sad about the Queen. They're at home eating pudding and mash and celebration. Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. That's what it is. Bangers and mash. Yeah. Isn't that that yeah, huge? Those huge English sausage. Yeah, so. Yeah, blood sausage. Yeah, yes, some some of the most disgusting looking shit ever. Yeah, so it's no longer God bless the queen. It, it's no longer God bless the queen. It's now God bless the king. Yeah. So this is uh, what's my man? What's his name? Uh, what's the what's the, the dude? The king, the one that's gonna be king now. Oh, the new king. Oh, uh, Charles. Yeah. I had to think about Diana. Yeah, Charles. Charles. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I was. I was trying to think of Diana's name. I couldn't. I couldn't pull that one either. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, he waited long enough. He did. He's like seventy-two years old. Now he's the king of the real world. You know what's crazy? It's like um, the lady was sitting there watching it on TV, and she was like, "Why did we ever split up with Great Britain?" Because as soon as she passes away, all the coverage is about the Queen. And I was like, well, you know, there's a large contingent of people that feel like we never did split with England. And that England actually still has papers on the United States. And that they own us. And we've been with them in every war and everything that's happened. What do you think? True? Is there some element uh, of truth to I that? Mean, it, it, I mean, there's still some, there's still some, uh, there's still some ties to it. Um, you know, monetarily, I, I don't know about that. I think China has much more. China and Japan have much more, uh, you know, coin invested in America. But you know, in terms of the people, yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of uh, a strong European contingent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, China definitely has a lot in on the United States right now, and we're we're about to enter into uh, the election season, 
You know, I've had a, these two weeks, like, it's been a lot of thoughts, but there hasn't been much talking. I've got to start broadcasting more. I, at one time, I used to broadcast, like, just on a whim, but now I, I really don't get into it too much. I've got all these different thoughts and ideas that are stored up now that I think will be good for the end of the year in order to make the show, like, even the show's, like, even better. But one of the things I was thinking about is the United States of America, of course— with all these people, and you know, Steve Bannon just got arrested th- today. Did you see that? In between the Queen no. passing away, really? He turned himself in. Hu does it again. Yes, Hu does it again. The DA of New York State got Steve Bannon on taking money from the funds to uh, rebuild to build the wall in Mexico. Embezzling up to a million dollars. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, there was a fund for it? Yeah, they have, they have a fund that they've been collecting to build the wall to keep the Mexicans wow. out of what was once Mexico. So, Keeping them out of right. what was once Mexico. <laughs> right. So, so we're not giving it why back. Why was the money in the fund? Because, money in the fund. Why didn't they buy the bricks? Because because Americans don't donate just, bricks. You know what I mean? Americans don't donate just, bricks unless they're going through windows. You know. Right. But I'm saying. I mean. I mean. You got. You, why would you donate this bread? Just buy the fucking bricks and the mortar and and build the goddamn wall if you can build it. Well, because Steve Bannon had a better way to do it, and the better way oh, was clearly. to take it. Yeah. <laughs> The better way was to take it and spend it on spending on women in bikinis and everything. So homie maybe, is uh, well. Let's maybe he built a brick barbecue in his backyard. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So, okay. Maybe, so maybe it still was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it still was. You know the usage usage appropriate. Well, we can say we can say he had the best intention. So let's just say he went out and he bought some bricks and he bought some cement and he tested it out by digging a pit. And making a pit in his backyard. One of the largest pits where you can get whole cows from Texas sent over. And you can roast them right there. And if any Mexicans happen to get over, then they can throw them in the pit as well. It burns that hot. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or maybe he bought some real bricks. You know, these people, these people actually giving money to these guys. When hopes that they come back, Trump, with the whole um, classified documents, that whole thing. It, it, <laughs> Bruh, look, I'm, I'm, I, the whole political landscape, man, is just. America. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do with it. America. I don't know what to do with it. America. I just thought about it today. I was looking at Trump and. Um, I was I was actually watching. You know I like bad movies, right? So right. I found a really classic. I have this thing. This if you like bad movies like me, there's a service called Screen Picks that you can get through Amazon, and it has like damn near every bad movie that was made from 1950 up until like 1995, 96, whatever. Maybe into the 2000s. And this was a okay. movie with Bo Derek. Right, beautiful body, but Sounds you know, but you know it's going to be terrible, and everything. <laughs> and Anthony Quinn is her husband, 
And he's dead. He's a ghost, and he's speaking to her. And, of course, she's got the hots for this really old guy, which is kind of art imitating life because she was with the old right. guy in, in real life. Most people don't even know who Bo Derek is. If you listen to the show, Bo Derek is the first white woman to actually come and take and um, officially go all out in cultural appropriation by taking braids and making right. them popular for white women. Right. She is a, she is a she is in the Karen Hall of Fame for cultural appropriation. But back then we didn't have a term for it. So we just called right. it exactly what it was. White people wearing braids now. Right. We called it Biden. Biden. Right. And ironically ironically the name of that movie was Ten. So Oh, no, the, no, no, you know I mean? like, no. Just think about that. No, it wasn't. It was, oh, yeah, the movie when she was in the braids, it was 10. Yeah. 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 Right. Cleopatra. So, so, so she, yeah, so she hijacks our culture, and then they call her a 10 for it. Hmm. I never even thought about that. Me either, until you just said it. Yeah, yeah, me either. Until I, <laughs> but anyway, it, the movie was so bad, I don't know the name of the movie, but it was a terrible, terrible, horrible movie. That I was watching, and just watching, just watching that movie, and thinking, and Donald Trump had a cameo in the movie. He oh, had, really? He had a cameo in the movie, bro. He was like, he was like in a Bo Derek movie. What? What's the year on the movie? I don't even. It probably was like 90s? around nineteen ninety. Late eighties, early nineties. Late eighties, okay. early nineties. Yeah, probably so, nineteen ninety. But that was. That was when Trump was like hot, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he was really, he was like part of the, he was part of the people, right? You know what I mean, it was cool to be like down with Trump back then, right? He was the everyman, yeah. He was everyman, right. no doubt. You know, and then I watched this. I watched as they did this whole thing with the Queen today, and everything, and they were talking. They were hearkening back to the 1940s when she was a 25 year old girl and in love and had all these. Th- and apparently, they have some television show where they show. How she was, they fictionalized, and then they've made it like all sexy as much as you can with all that money <laughs> and all that shit. So they've made it all like you know, like oh the queen, who she was just mm-hmm. a real people, she was just a real person like you and I, and everything, a real person like you and I that subjugated millions and millions of people on islands and places and exploited their countries for all of their wealth. And now, 50 years later, you have a lot of these places that are no longer tied to the colonies. They're now commonwealths, and they still pay Britain to this day. God bless Mm -hmm. the queen. We've gotten all the money. Yeah. You know, there's a... There's Wow. (laughs) There's a lot of of countries that pay them. A lot of... Still, to this day. Yeah. to this day, even wow. at, even as a commonwealth, they are they are the richest family in the world. And then you look at Meghan Markle and why they hate her so much. Like I'm not reading none of that stuff. I don't care about all that stuff. But what I do notice is they. I remember they always used to say that the royal family actually has no money and has no power. But I beg to differ because they have a lot of money. And as soon as Meghan Markle went and laid an egg and came into the family, 
and everything, mm-hmm. what'd they do? They knocked him down a peg. Got it. Got rid of her ass. Got rid of her ass. As quickly as possible. You will not be. You will not. So, but God bless the queen. Absolutely. Absolutely. She and lived the, a long life, though. You know what I mean? Like, she she, she got it. She yeah. got it in. She's 96. She got it in. She was 96, yeah. you know? I guess that that life can't be easy, though. I would never want to be... I remember I was talking to this dude now who's in the music business. He's really big in the music business right now. And we used to talk about, if we were in the game, what would you rather do? Would you rather be a rapper? Would you rather be an executive behind the scenes working? And I always said, I'd rather be behind the scenes working. Because you can, you can still do and be who you are. You yeah, can do. you can and, live your life. You can live your life outside of every time you go out and everything. It seems like it's almost, to a certain extent, for a lot of people, it's a curse. Mystical, I just read before we came online, Mystical just got arrested for rape. And it's looking like he's going down. And watch yourself, because he's not about to be free. Right. You know? Yeah. Look, yeah. This, that that public eye, man, it's unforgiving. You know what I mean? It's a hundred percent unforgiving, and they'll take everything, you know. And I'm not—I didn't even know—I didn't know about the story. So him raping somebody is, you know. Well, yeah, he's on uh, drugs. Or allegedly raping somebody, I, I guess. Well, he's on drugs now. They wow. like fentanyl, he, heroin, well, all types of stuff. Drugs they, yeah, yeah. You have to be screaming like that. Shake it fast. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be something wrong with you. Boy, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I was saying that back then. Boy, what's wrong with you? But it's tough to be in that public guy. It's like once you get into once you get into that and you get into that spot, people crumble just from Twitter pressure. Right. Well, I mean, just look at, you know, how, what, look at Craig's situation. You know what I mean? That's the spotlight was hard on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the spotlight was hard on him um, because he had so much baggage. And that's the thing. Like, that spotlight, you know, when you have kind of carte blanche mm-hmm. and that spotlight is on you, whatever you are comes out. Magnified. You know what I mean? So if you're if you yeah, if you an asshole, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, Craig could be. Yeah. If you're an asshole and all, all of a sudden – you the star, and you can get away with X amount of shit just because you the star, that asshole piece is going to be magnified, yeah. you know, 10, 20-fold. Yeah. And that's that's what happens to, to a lot of these cats, man. And, you know, wasn't, didn't Mystical, Mystical's the one that, he won a Grammy, didn't he? He, like, beat Greg for, Craig for the Grammy that year? Was that Mystical? That that year, I know, was somebody else. Could be. It could be. I think I, I it, could, I think I it was. I think it was, but no, you're right about that because I remember plenty of times when Craig, I I don't even like to talk about it a lot of times because a lot of times it, he was, he had so, he had more bad, I met Craig basically, I knew Craig, but I basically got to know Craig through you from going right. over to your house and I used to just basically be like, ah, this motherfucker and then 
after time, I just like started getting to know him. I was like, I started to feel like more of what his situation and what he had gone through. And that was it. And, you know, it's like you Mm -hmm. said, but a lot of people always, a lot of people wanted things. When you get in that spotlight, people want things. They don't really give a fuck about you. They don't. They just like, they're looking for, they're looking for what, what you can do for them. And it's hard. Right. I kind of understood when I even kind of understood when he went down and he, he ended up uh, doing what he did at the end to a right. certain extent, knowing Craig. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a death survivor's remorse, man. Being the one to get out and feeling like you got to pull everybody with you. You know what I'm saying? I imagine that there was some of that. You know what I mean? With Craig and, and, you know, with Master P, with Mystical, with Shaquille O'Neal. You know what I mean? Like, you name the the cat. I imagine that there's a certain amount of survivor's remorse that comes along with that. Because I I don't think anybody wants to see their people doing badly. So if I'm making, you know, if I'm making some decent coin, then, yeah, I'm going to definitely try to bring my people with me. You know what I'm saying? But that every everybody that come with you can't go with you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it's and that's a hard lesson to learn. But you gotta learn it. I think th- you see, I'm I'm never gonna really tell everything that I know about what was going on behind the scenes like back then. Because nah. th- there's too many people that basically were not fucking one hundred at that point in time. And um it's not so much that they deserve not to be called out, but it's just so much that it's dead. It's over. Yeah, it's pointless. It's pointless. Yeah, it's pointless at this at this juncture. It is. It is. But you know, Craig. Yeah, and I mean, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I don't want to. I don't want to try to air out. I would never try to air out anybody or anything. You know what I mean? I, one of the things, um, you know, in, our, in one of our last conversations I had with Craig, you know, I was like, dude, I was never upset. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't never, I ain't never been mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we handle business the way that we handle business. But it was never personal for me. You know what I mean? The personal thing was that you reached out to me when you did. You know, you took me around the world a couple times. You know, all the shit that we talked about when we was in high school. You made that shit happen for me, man. Mm-hmm. So I ain't never, I ain't never got nothing negative to say about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, you, you gonna be my man, fifty grand, mm-hmm. like forever. I, whether I, whether, and I mean, it just so happens that's probably that conversation was probably six, seven years before he passed away, and probably one of the last conversations. If it wasn't, if it wasn't the last, it was probably the next to the last conversation that I ever had with him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? So people are still intrigued by it though. They're still like I I went walking like around the corner and everything. I don't know if I told you this, but I went walking around the corner a couple of weeks ago and um I came back around cuz I I still walk to the store because like somebody it's funny cuz somebody was saying that they just robbed actually he told me the, he just told me like 2 days ago he left his wallet someplace in a hotel and he Ended up jogging back over there, former D1 like athlete and everything, and ended up 
fucking up both of his legs and limping back the second half of the way. <laughs> you know, you're old. We're in a certain we're at a certain age, and if we don't keep it up, Rob he does stretches, he exercises and stuff. But we go through these stages as we get older, where we do less and less of it at different times. So I guess like you right. know, he jogged and he wasn't warm. <laughs> so. He's crying about the queen. He's crying about the queen and his legs right now, but I I think he's doing better now. But um, we were talking about, I walked to the store and I came back around the corner and this dude comes by in a car and like kind of cuts me off two houses away from my house, right? On the Mm cul-de-sac. And it's someone that, you know, it's someone that you know and everything. And he starts talking and he's, talking about different things and real estate and I told him I gave him my point of view and then he was saying about how Craig's stuff is nobody's making any money off of Craig's stuff and because of X, Y, and Z the situations or whatever I said yeah I know he said, you know I was like yeah I heard it like from the very beginning and he's right. like basically like what were what, <laughs> what were you involved for and my whole thing is like, you know, my answer to that would have been none of your business, but I, I didn't say that. I just basically was just like, well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I I heard. Yeah. We had conversations beforehand. But it's like the whole point is, though, everybody else, they find out they have these conversations. They're running out in the streets and can't wait to tell everybody what they know about X, Y, and Z. And that ain't mm-hmm. that ain't the shit. It's, it just is what it is. I feel bad sometimes when I see people in the, like, you know, I don't know if I feel bad and everything, because, like, that's a job. Hip-hop is a job. You know what I'm saying? Cats are still right. making money off it. They're still making paper off of it. But I just, like, I didn't want to do that my entire life. Right. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it definitely, it definitely had a shelf life, you know, in, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, uh, my thing was trying to create something and move it to another, you know, level. Right. You know, not necessarily in front of, not necessarily in front of a mic and a camera, but off to the side, booking shows or doing something of that nature. You know what I mean? I'll, external, external, but yet still part of the culture. Well, back then also, like, the music had great promise. You had all these right. great MCs and all these great groups and everything, and then at a certain point, it all shifted, and now it's all it's all. You went from don't do drugs to like let's sell drugs and make money to now let's let's do them let's do all the drugs and everything and get high as we fucking want to be and everything right. and shoot and kill and murder 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 is all like mixed up in between that. Whereas like you know. Right. There was always an element of, I always tell people, there was always an element of violence in hip-hop. Battling in the 80s, you know what I'm saying, right. was there was an element of, there was aggression involved in that, but you might get out of there, right. like, you know, clean. Now it's nothing like that. It's like the whole message of, like, taking the aggression out with your artistic moves and your art, with your right. art and the <clears throat> struggle and everything, the actual boom bap. I always liked the art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't give a fuck right. about the money. I didn't give a fuck. That's where I always like. That's where I was always was always going to be behind the curve, because like the money doesn't mean as much as like the product and creating like fat shit and dope shit. Right. 
You know, that's what but it that, is. That's not, but that's not where the that's not where the emphasis is, and it ha- it hasn't been there for quite a while. You know, once so once you once you start introducing money, and I'm significant amounts of money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was one thing when. Uh, you know, like Sugar Hill and Run DMC and them, you know, fat boys and cats like that was doing it. You know, yeah, there was a little bit of money in it, but mm-hmm. there was no, there were no millionaire, billionaire type cats out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just, it just wasn't happening. But then once you, once, once the powers that be decided or rec- or decided to recognize that they could profit from what hip hop does, then it became something different. And the thing is the you know pro- I mean? and the thing is the profit is not even on a monetary level. It's in because hip hop is a message delivery service. So what they've done is they've right. take, taken hip hop and they've turned it against the community and weaponized it. Right. So it's like they make but their that, money in so many different ways other than selling that's, the that's music. How- that's how it's been for a while, though. You know what I mean. So when the the proliferation of gangster rap, and I'm, you know, I'm never gonna knock any kind of hip hop. I'm listening to more hip hop probably than eighty five percent of the people in the, in this world. And that's you know what the I mean? truth. I, I know I know more about it. That's that's my that's my shit, right? Mm-hmm. I just saw Wu Tang and Nas on Saturday. Mm. Um, show show was crazy. Like production value was dope, all type of shit. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm never going to disparage it. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. love I love gangster rap. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, people that that were my peers were typically uh, wise enough to to be able to understand that that was just simply a piece of entertainment. Mm. It wasn't necessarily a way of life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't right. like I, I fuck the police and you know cop killer and you know all of those type of songs. I love those songs, but they never made me want to go out and shoot a cop. Right. Well, this is what I right. You know what I mean? Well, this is what I mean about the change about not just with the money, how they've taken the proliferation of it, because now it's all about being. You want to be authentic, right? And authentic is your Facebook Live. So you got cats that are making records that are basically talking about going and making moves on their enemies two blocks over and taking videos, and then they make a song about it, and then that song does well, and then this other group goes and they go around the corner a couple of weeks later, and they shoot one of these guys, and they make a song about right. it. You know, so it's like now right. the, now the game is weaponized against us to the point where. It's like now because because you can see it, you know you can right. actually see the violence. You yo, are you really about mm-hmm. it? That's the thing. Are you really about it? Right. Like cats don't understand that it used to be. You know the way to be used to be to like you know appear to be like normal and do your dirt whenever you do your dirt. You don't let nobody. Right. You don't. You don't tell people on fucking Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, I just did a right. double homicide, and everything. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know, it used to be that bad boys used to move in silence. Yes. Now, so there, there's a, there's a show called Rap Shit on. Uh, it's an HBO show. It's, well, it's a, it's a Cinemax show 
but it comes on uh, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. So, um, but in this show, so the these two girls form a rap group. This one girl mm-hmm. is really an MC. She bout it. This other girl is just kind of her home girl, and the, the rapper girl pens all the lyrics, and they create this. They create these this record, mm-hmm. right? And it and it starts to pop off for them. So it's, this is what the show is about. Just mm-hmm. them forming a group, and then it's starting to pop off. But one of the things that they show, and as I'm watching the show, I'm I'm trying to decide whether I like it or not. I mean, it's hip hop shit, so I'm really kind of into it. But then as I watch it, the pro the the amount of times that they that they promote usage of Facebook, Instagram, you know, just being on social media, right? Like that shit is. That shit is constant. It's in your what, face. What, right. But what you see, though, which what you see with the show, and the show is written by Issa Rae, what you see is how fake they are when they're doing that Facebook Live shit or whatever live they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, so one of the scenes, one of the scenes is old girl, uh, the, the one that with the pin game, she's, uh, they didn't have a fight or whatever, so she's upset. But she pops on like Instagram Live, and she got to be all bubbly and shit, blah blah blah. And she's talking all this. We about to do, you know what I mean? Like she talking yeah. real rah rah. Yeah. But her her girl is beefed out at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, wow, this is this is really like really how this shit is. Like it's a ray when she when she wrote this, she like really knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah, and art imitates life. In so many different yeah. ways. That's the way we all are. Because to bring it back to the queen, I was thinking about that. You know, she it wasn't it probably wasn't an easy life. And there were probably days where she got up and she had to address the nation and be like all rah-rah. And in the meantime, it's like she was having one of her worst menstrual days ever. But she right. had to do that. You know, just for a bad yeah. example, I might have to cut that out because that's terrible. But... Um, but it's the job, though. But it's the job. And it's like, even yeah. when... And I look at, like, this Donald Trump. I look at this politics and everything. They have they have it all they have it all laid out for you. So it doesn't really matter what's true and what isn't true. It matters what type of image comes through to you. One of the reasons why we do this as radio and we didn't do this automatically as video is because I want people tuned in to what we're saying. You right. know? If you're looking at how we look and you're making these judgments based upon that, you're not getting, you're not able to properly soak in the information and the messages. And that's the Mm -hmm. whole point. The messages are now on your TV. It's the boom, 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 pick it, you know, kick that butt up, you know? Right. It's bad. This is the programming piece though. This is the programming piece. Yeah. You know, that's that's always it's constant it's the entire undercurrent of everything. You know what I mean? You have human beings, we have uh we have behavior, results, and programming. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're programmed to act a certain way. Whatever behavior we are, there's a reward or a punishment for it, and then we react. You know what I mean? Our behavior changes or stays the same based on our punishment or reward. And all of that shit is based on whatever fucking programming we've had. So is it right to consistently push against the programming? 
Is that what humans are meant to do? To a certain extent, there are certain things within the program and that's good. Like I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm looking at your fire department. Like, you know, that's part of the program and everything. And nobody wants their house to burn down. And if you have a problem inside your house and the electricity goes off and somebody might get electrocuted, you might want a fireman on the scene. That's something right. that's like positive, that's good. But then there there are all these other different municipalities that are pulling from that, that pull from that need for actually for people to actually do something that's good and helpful. That's where every program starts out with government. Helpful. Necessary. Right. Well, well, most things start out as, as helpful things. You know what I mean? And, and it's people that fuck it up. Like, we, you never, so like the H-bomb, let's say, just, just to pull something out of thin air. The H-bomb, whenever they made it, the technology that, that created the H-bomb mm-hmm. probably was not, the, the, making a bomb was probably not the intended purpose of whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Like whatever Research. premise he right, started whatever, from right. was probably not to make a bomb. Right. But somebody said, somebody came along and saw the research and was like, oh shit, we could probably take this and make a fucking bomb out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it, and it's the same, it's, you know, same thing like, like Facebook was not intended for, you know, people to be shaking it like it's, you know, shaking it fast on, on, on Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Social media. Walking around in bikinis. That's what they do now. Yeah, walking around in bikinis with their fine... That's what they do now. With their fine brown booty sticking all up in the air and everything. (laughs) Right. Making me lose my concentration during the course of the day. Don't nobody need to be seeing that. (laughs) Right. So, you know, that's that's, that's that's not the intended purpose, but that's where it went. (laughs) (laughs) You hear me? That's what it is. Oh, yeah. all day long. No, but that's what. It, but it is what it does. And what it does is it basically distracts you from things that may be relevant, things that may, um, that are relevant. You know, I I look at this world and I look at these people and I look at I look at this election that's going on right now, like this election that's about to come up. I don't even like to get into politics anymore, all these conversations, because it's so stupid. Because people just, they consistently vote against their, against what's good for them. And even when you're voting for what's good for you, you're still voting for something that's bad for you. You know, it's just like, it's just all bad. And you think about it, that Roe vs. Wade was just overturned. And people Mm -hmm. are upset about that. Right, but they're still going to vote for those guys because they support the guy that stole the documents from the White House. That basically um, all this top secret shit. You know, you're supposed to be American. You're supposed to be Americans. Like I remember years ago, I won't say I, I was kind of recruited by an agency, and I like I stayed away from it. I didn't bite on it. Okay, but if I mm-hmm. would have been on this agency, I would have been. It would have been a clandestine thing. I'll just say that. Okay, now imagine, right. and I think about it, and I look at like what Trump did, 
And do you realize that after Trump has left and during Trump's years, more foreign spies were killed than U.S. foreign spies were killed than at any other time in the history of the United States of America? So can you imagine being someone who believes in true blue American pie, you know, up and down, all this stuff, and so much so that you commit your life to becoming one of these agents? And then out of no place, Trump becomes elected, and all of a sudden, you knock on your door, door dash, pop, pop, two in your head. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then the people in your country that claim to be actual patriots that have not dedicated their lives to the well-being of the country, cheer. Yeah. So how crazy is that? I guess I mean it's insane. But people people had their own definition of shit though. You know what I mean? So what one person thinks is a patriotic act, someone else may see as an act of terrorism. Right? So it's it there there's a vantage point kind of situation to this too. They're definitely you know, so so we're not all everybody's not going to think the same way and that's that's what that's where that's one of the things that that kind of bothers me about this country is that you cannot have a dissenting opinion mm-hmm. dissenting opinions are frowned upon in, in in our society today you know what i mean if you don't if you don't follow the group think that is the popular thing then you are ostracized in your career your life, your your livelihood, like everything for you could be at risk mm-hmm. if you go against the popular thinking. Yeah. So, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe those those uh maybe those expatriates or patriots or don't tread on me kind of people, maybe they had a different idea of what patriotism was rather than you know what I mean? Maybe spying to them wasn't patriotic. I don't know. That's advanced level thinking there, Grant. That's advanced <laughs> level thinking. That's all. I mean, and in a country where they're actually burning books that give you different um, points of view that would allow you to have advanced level thinking. I don't know how these people actually came to that assumption having not read those books or having stopped at those books in certain points because of radical points of view, socialism um, on the pages, homosexuality um, in between the pages, um, abortion in between those pages, premarital sex Mm -hmm. in between those pages, slavery, slavery, slavery in between those pages. I, I had four other things before I even got to the, to the S word, the truth of what it actually was. Nobody wants to live in a true place. You see, my thought process always was that Americans were Republicans and Democrats. They were just crackers. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. right. They were all crackers. They're all crackers. They were all honkies. Honk, honk. Right. You know where that term comes yeah, from? Honk, honk. That's right. <laughs> but, and in between that, you everybody else fit in with that. We were all on our way to being crackers in one form right. or another. There are places in America where there are black crackers. It's all black people. True. And they pretend like they're all black people. And they look at you differently. You know what I'm saying? If you go, but once again, it's it's group think. It's group think. Right. My daughter has actually is actually living in one of these areas right now in Georgia. You know, where there you have a school district that's run by black people that are basically doing the wrong thing by black people. You have um, mm-hmm. a police force that's run by black people that the police chief was indicted for putting young 17-year-old kids in the jail in fucking restraints, like tight restraints, like straight jacket type shit, over and over again. And these mm-hmm. are black people. These are black people in power. And they're Democrats, supposedly. So, mm-hmm. where do these? What do these labels fucking mean? Like somebody tells me a label about Democrat or Republican, and they'll just come up, and then this is this is the point where they would go like, "Yeah, yeah, give it to them, give it to them." Right? Guess what? Yeah, motherfuckers. Right. Yeah, fucking black Republicans. Y'all the same way. You know what I'm saying? You got that's a state where there's no place where it's more fucking evident than in the state where Herschel Walker is the black candidate running for fucking Senate. That dude can't even put two sentences together. His points of view and his shit is just like crazy. But in the meantime, my daughter is stuck here in this place where they're basically, they're not, this is not your Ungawa black power type of feeling or vibe whatsoever. They're, Mm -hmm. they are just as racist and just as marginalizing as just so much as much into marginalizing people into groups as other people. So I'm not sure I necessarily want a black world. Well, here we are again with the programming though. You know what I mean? Because so what these black people have learned in their, I mean, cause what are they probably somewhere between, we're going to call them somewhere between 40 and 80 years old. Yeah. Right. The pe- the people that are the black people that are in power in this particular location, somewhere between forty and eighty years old. This is All of um, their education probably came. This is um Clayton County, Georgia. In case you're interested, but go ahead. Okay. So all all of their education and training and all of their programming is on America's uh, dime. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything they've learned is the American program. So what is the American program? The American program is to oppress. The American program is to steal. The American program is to misappropriate. You know what I mean? Like the American program is 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 Take care not of yourself. to advance. Right. It's not it's not to advance all people. That's not the American program. The American program is to fuck over most of the people mm. and boost yourself up in the process. In the process. Thank you. So well, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And these people are, and they, they're good with corruption. 
They're good with, you know, leave it, doing things the wrong way. And right. they have BET telling them that they're right. You can't sell it, save everyone. You know, the programming on BET is even worse. And the programming that a lot of people make for it, that they make for black people, is sometimes like the, there's so many messages in it. None of them shits is good. None of them are good. BET been been BT been shit since they lost Teen Summit. Yeah. Yeah. So and it, Teen Summit was over in in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. So BT been BT been on life support for fucking forty years. You know, I, I saw a brother like we were talking about sports before the show. And, you know, I always gotta bring up my nets when I'm talking about sports. So I'm talking about Kyrie right now. Kyrie Irvin. That's my dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Net mm-hmm. fan, but I'm definitely a Kyrie fan because Kyrie is a truth teller. And he is not down with the bullshit. Yeah, he's made right. some mistakes. We all know the earth ain't flat. Okay. There may be other dimensions or some other shit, but the earth ain't flat. We all know that you've made these different errors and everything, but you know, he talks about unity and he talks about the growth of man and the community of man. And everyone coming together. And to him, it's like basketball isn't the only thing. You know, and to many of us, Mm -hmm. there isn't just one thing. I think that people sometimes have a hard time when you're so good at something, but you don't, but you don't, but you express other interests. You know, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that they feel like if I was good like that, if I was able to do that, that's all I would do. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I could DJ mm-hmm. and I was a dope DJ, all I would do is DJ all day long. But not everybody's like that. Some people want to be more well-rounded. They want to they want to round off their edges. They want to learn more. And this is not what our education system teaches. This is not what our world teaches. It's not what we applaud anymore. Um, and it's not what we aspire to anymore. So... I always wonder, like, I would, who would want to work for the government right now? If Trump were to come back and be president and you were to start a brand new spy service, why would you want to go work for Trump? Because sooner or later, the tide is going to turn and you know you're going to get popped eventually. That's the reason why people were, why people just did their, it's like, you did your job under whoever whoever came in. You worked for the U.S. government. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I mean, there there's a certain amount of uh, there's a certain amount of blind loyalty that comes with um, being in in the eighty five. You know what I mean? A certain amount of blind loyalty just comes with it. So whatever the country, quote, uh, quote unquote, whatever the, the, the president or the whatever it is, whatever they call for, whoever is in power, if they call for something, there's going to be 85 percent of the people that are willing to do it. Dissenting opinions are always, you know, a minority, regardless of what we think. Most of the time, dissenting opinions are a minority. It's like it's almost so, as if we're going to get swept up in the tide, no matter what. Right, because the sheeple, 
the sheep are gonna are are gonna go one way. You know what I mean? When when the herd moves, you know, yeah, you, you don't have to go with the herd, but the, when the herd moves, that's it. It seems like they used to be more. They used to be more leg legway, more room to actually be an individual. Now being an individual is completely and totally frowned upon. But that absolutely. Absolutely. There's I hate no, it. Because we want you, everything everything has to be the same. You know what I mean? Like so and this is this is all like technology and all of that has made it so. You know what I mean? It used to be where there was a time when music was regional. You know, like shit that you heard. I mean, so you Rue brought Rue brought too short to to Drew Hall in eighty seven. Right, right. Rue Rue from Oakland. Okay, brought yeah. too short to you know what I mean. He brought too short. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, I forgot all about big that fella. Shout out, big fella. Shout out. Right. What's what? Uh, big big uh what Winston? Big Winston, Winston from Florida. Yeah. 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 Brought two live crew. I mean, two live crew was kind of out. Already, right? But he brought the whole Miami shit. You know what I mean? We right. didn't, we didn't know the Miami shit, right? You know what I mean? Not like that. We didn't know. We didn't know too short. You know, we didn't necessarily know the Ghetto Boys and all of that. But that came with, you know, Elgin and them, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it, it it so it it was regional. You know what I mean? But once everything, everybody got access to everything. You know what I mean? When there were no long, there's no longer uh, individually owned radio stations. Everything is is Radio One or Clear Channel or whatever the fuck. So all the programming is the same. Everybody at eight o'clock in the morning gets Steve Harvey. It feels you know like we're, we're robbing people of the opportunity to be individuals, and we're robbing. Exactly. We're, we're taking we're taking culture and we're just like crushing it. And everything, and people are people are actually, and we see the we see the results of that. People commit suicide when they're not allowed to express themselves. They um, go out and they kill other people when they're not able to express themselves. Right. They come up with all so, bunch. Of, go ahead. When you, when you have that that free thinking that is missing. That free exchange of ideas, right? That free exchange of ideas is everything, man. That's that's how that's how you grow, at not 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 just as an individual, but as a as a community, as a as a country. At, you know what I mean? At, yeah, as a collective, you grow with that that exchange of information. You know what I mean? One of one of the things I always say about Detroit: Detroit is ge- geographically challenged. Because you have to be coming here to get here, mm-hmm. right? Detroit, De- Detroit is you. Can, you can pass through Chicago. You can pass through Indianapolis. Everybody wants to go to New York. Everybody wants to go to L.A. Detroit is not a destination, and you can't just pass through. So our our ideas are limited to a local perspective most of the time. Mm-hmm. So. That so that that exchange rarely happens here, so we continue to get what we continue to get. You know what I mean? It's always the same. It, yeah, they got they got to shine it up again, 
They're going to polish it up and serve it to you a different way. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be the same fucking thing that you got before. Mm-hmm. That's where the country is now, too. The country is just going to shine this shit up, serve it to you, and it's going to be the same goddamn shit sandwich that you was eating mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. If it's Trump, if it's Biden, if it's uh, Kamala Harris, if it's I don't give a fuck who it is. If it's Barack Obama, it's mm-hmm. the same shit sandwich that you've been eating. Mm-hmm. You might as well you know? just. You might as well just. Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't say give up. I don't want to give up. I don't want to no, give up on give people. Up. You know that's what that that's the thoughts that that come along. You know when you have breaks, it's like you know it's like what's the what's the point when people don't actually they're happy with where they are they're happy with the things that we're a country that doesn't actually build everything but we think we're so great you know if we were to go back if you were to really you know turn back the clock and go back to the way things were make america great again you wouldn't have time to go to a rally because you'd be at your fucking shift on at the factory right you know yeah you wouldn't have time for that stuff. Yeah, you'd, you'd be making some furniture or something. You'd be making furniture. You'd be chopping down trees. You'd be doing something productive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you wouldn't have time for all these things. So if you're going to have all this idle time and then at the opposite, you're not going to build your body. You're not going to build your mind because you're going to burn the books and everything. What are you going to build? You're going to build chaos. And right, that's what we're looking at right now because... We have chaos in England tonight as the Queen has passed away. <laughs> yes. Yes, born in trouble. 23rd so episode. So sad. Yes, so sad. So sad. Yeah. Secret, we got through it again. We always have such good conversations. My ace boom cone. Yeah, man. Since 1987. Since before 1987. Nah, before that. Before yeah. 1987. Yeah, I moved to Long Island in, I moved to Long Island in 84. What I was, 80, yeah, 80, late, uh, Jan, 80, January 85, let's call it. But those experiences in Washington, D.C. really did make a difference. You know, so yeah, shout man. out to, no doubt. shout out to all the cats that got mentions in this show for bringing that regional hip-hop to Drew Hall, 1987. Yes, sir. Home of Harv and a lot of the other New York goons as well. The football right. players. For sure. Who tried to kick our mm-hmm. asses that I wouldn't let on the yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah, wasn't happening on the third world. Wasn't happening in third world. To all the cats that disappeared, if you ever get to hear this, holla third world. We still out there. And yo, Grit, my boy for showing up, man. Yo, thank you for picking up for the tears of Gene and Rob this week. I know right now they're yeah, man. You know, you know they're knitting Afghans with British flags right now and everything. So, <laughs> Gene is probably smoking Afghan. He's a smoking <laughs> <laughs> from Detroit, Michigan, Shout home out. home of City Wings. It's 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some, baby. Come get you some wings, Mr. Grant Lancaster. My hero friend. Yes, sir. My hero friend. Always a pleasure, man. Yes, man. And it was nice getting this conversation off. I've been in my shell, bro. I've been in my personal shell. I've been doing my business. 
which has been like, which was good. Need to. Uh... It's time, it's time to do something. We, we got we to gotta do something new. We're going to have to shake it up. We're going to have to shake it up. I mm-hmm. am. Mr. Brooks has a game today. He probably will be back next week. Gene, who knows mm-hmm. where he'll be and everything. Hopefully he'll be back <laughs> next week. And, you know, um, happy birthday to me coming up in three days. I'm a 9-11 yes, baby. 9-11 baby. And we're going to get it popping this year. You better believe it. I already know where I'm going to get drunk. They don't know it's my birthday, but they invited me to an event. <laughs> and I'm there not driving. It's going to be fun. I'm going to tell you some oh. stories about that one. Because, like, one, yeah, of the people, one of the people that's there is going to be a retired New York cop. And he always likes to talk junk to, to, the, to the better half and everything. And everything, so I'm planning mm. on I'm planning on having a nice. We're gonna put something else on the barbecue on Sunday. <laughs> Born in trouble, twenty third episode. Peace. Peace.